Uh, joining us now, Chicago Democratic State Representative LaShawn Ford. Representative, thanks for taking time with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Thank you, Bishop. I, I love your name. <laughs> you know, I, I, I was blessed with a uh, with a good last name. Uh, as the baby of six, it was funny growing up all throughout school, and I had older brothers, and they were Bishop, and I was always Little Bishop. So now, now that they're not around, I, I guess I can uh, call myself just Bishop. So I uh, appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. I wanted to bring you on to talk about the uh, education bill the governor signed yesterday, and we will get to that in a moment. Uh, but we mm-hmm. did just talk with a Springfield alderman, uh, and we've seen... Ah, we've seen a, a, a rash of gun violence here in uh, the Springfield area involving uh, elements out of Decatur, uh, and it's been five or six or seven different uh, shooting instances uh, just in the past month, uh, and several of those have been fatal. Uh, as, as somebody from uh, the south side of Chicago, you've experienced uh, more than your fair share of, of gun violence up there. What are some of the, the common themes that you're, you're seeing up there when it comes to this type of violence and how we can address it uh, as a statewide community? Yeah, Bishop, I'm almost willing to bet that wherever the violence is, there's poverty. And so if we really want to deal with this, we have to deal with poverty because we're feeling the same thing on the south and west sides of Chicago. To date, right now, in Chicago alone, there's been 103 homicides, 499 people shot. Uh, So that's really amazing. 103 homicides and it's only March. And in March alone, 10 people have been killed in Chicago. 55 have been wounded. And 10 have been um, killed just in March alone. How do we, we address this? Yeah, how, how do we address, you talk about poverty, but how do we lift people up from poverty? Is it is it just setting up taxpayer programs or is it uh, education or is it uh, getting businesses to to want to set up in some areas and to get those jobs in the right places? How do we how do we holistically approach this? That's exactly right. You said holistically. I think that we look at what works in communities that's thriving. And so if we don't see violence and poverty in certain communities, we don't see the violence and we we don't we don't see the murder. So when you see poverty in communities, you're going to see the violence. So we need to make sure that we take the models that work, communities that that's doing well, that have vibrancy in it and put them in um, neighborhoods that are struggling. I think that in the state of Illinois, the worst community should have the best schools because that's going to make the uh, economy in that community grow. It's going to help people lift themselves out of poverty because they have great schools and you're going to have people move in to bring the economy back up. So until we're able to share the wealth in this, um, in this state and come together in this state and realize that Bishop, if you're not doing well, Uh, I'm not doing well. Both of us have to do well for us to achieve the American dream fully. Chicago State Representative LaShawn Ford joining us here on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, and, and one thing I talked with the Springfield Alderman about in addressing this, uh, he, he looked for prosecutors to be 
uh, more strict with uh, younger people who seem to be the ones involved in this, uh, 16, 17, 18-year-olds uh, who, who may be caught with illegal guns, for instance. Uh, and he says that uh, prosecutors aren't doing enough, and he even wants them to be treated as adults. Is that an element here as well? I know there's been an apprehension for uh, increasing penalties at the state house for, for years. Uh, but is that something you think could play into this to to have some more accountability for the criminals that are involved here? Well, you know, if we haven't learned anything about how the criminal justice system uh, works and the unintended consequences that uh, laws that we uh, put on the books to enhance penalties that keep people locked up and keep them um, oppressed after they've been locked up, um, from the 1994 crime bill, then it sounds like this all of it wants to go back to that type of um, uh, policing and prosecution. I think that when you look at a 16-year-old, you realize that this is a baby. And so locking them up and trying them as adults versus putting them in treatment, making sure that they're rehabilitated, we could really rehabilitate a child. And I think that we as adults should look at a 16-year-old, regardless to their behavior, as someone that we could save. And we could take them off the streets, but we should be having a focus of making sure we rehabilitate them and change their behavior by educating them and giving them a future. Well, that gives us a great segue uh, into the bill that the governor signed yesterday, uh, HB 2170. Uh, this is a pretty expansive bill, uh, Representative. Uh, we're talking with Representative LaShawn Ford. Uh, what are the highlights for you in this measure? Well, you know, there are so many highlights. The Black Caucus did uh, a great job with our colleagues. You would think that this was all about black members doing the work, but this was white people stepping up. Hispanic people stepping up, helping us draft this legislation, helping us pass this legislation, and we even had a white governor sign it. So this is about the state. And so when we talk about those 16-year-olds that's that's shooting people and that's out of control, the bill that we passed and that's now law expands the access to early intervention programs so that children at the age of three can get the foundational education that they need. That's major because you would think that a child that has a future would probably do better. And it's true. That goes to the point of going into communities where you have children that have a great foundation um, in early childhood education. That's what this bill is going to do. It's going to guarantee that children are going to have an early childhood education that is going to give them a fair shot at life. Another one that's critical is it's going to require that behavioral health providers use uh, diagnostic codes and descriptions that are going to help us develop children that have behavioral health problems. You would think that um, this state would have a program in place or some systems in place to help the 16-year-olds that's out there shooting. We can't rely on the, the courts and the criminal um, system to fix the 16-year-old. We have to fix them. We have to look at them as if they're our own children because guess what? A 16-year-old will probably, no doubt, regardless of the crime, be out on the streets again as an adult one day. 
And so we have to find out whether or not we're going to invest in that child, regardless to what they've done, so that they could be rehabilitated for all our sake. Yeah, there's a whole you know, variety of other issues in this bill as well, like increasing uh, grant funds uh, prioritized for black males uh, when it comes to higher education grants uh, and a variety of other types of uh, funding programs for uh, technical education and, and whatnot. Uh, but I do see in here some things that uh, I've already heard some members of, of local school boards uh, talk about unfunded mandates and including the new graduation requirements uh, for like computer literacy, uh, laboratory sciences and foreign languages. Listen. I, I think all that stuff's great, right? I mean, I, I wish I had some computer uh, computer science classes back in high school. Uh, but there's a cost associated with this, right? Uh, how do we balance those unfunded mandates with school districts that are already struggling with not getting enough money from the state? See, that's what we have to look at, Bishop. We have to look at whether or not we're going to invest in that 16-year-old on the front end, or are we going to spend the money to incarcerate them. So there's, as soon as we realize that we need to spend taxpayer dollars wisely, the better off we're going to be. So you have the police, um, I'm sorry, the alderman saying, we need to lock them up. Instead of saying, these teenagers, we see they're out of control. We need to invest in them. Invest in them to improve them versus locking them up that we know doesn't correct them. So what would you do if this is your child? You're going to do everything to get your child the help that they need so that they could become better. And that's the way legislators, that's the way politicians and people that spend taxpayer dollars have to invest taxpayer dollars that's going to give them a better return on the dollar. That's what the Black Caucus agenda does. State Representative LaShawn Ford, that is all the time we've got. I'm looking forward to seeing you back down here in Springfield soon. You guys got uh, virtual hearings all throughout, but we'll see when you guys are uh, heading back here, and uh, maybe we'll touch base again then. Thank you, Bishop, and you and your listeners. Thanks.